Hey friends, summer break is almost here. Can you believe it? I would say I'm excited to get out of school, but I've been out of school for a year and two months. So having this summer off is kind of like meh. <laughs> but maybe I can convince my dad to take me somewhere cool during the summer anyway. Well, this week I have a cool interview for you with the filmmaker, activist, and urban planner from the sunny state of California, Miss Faye Darmawi. And this week's show is in honor of AAPI Heritage Month, which stands for Asian American Pacific Islanders. Stop Asian hate. This interview is so inspirational that you'll go out and want to eat some Asian food. Now, I know what you're thinking. Eat some Asian food? What does Asian food have to do with her interview? Well, that's just the point. You need to stick around to find out, and it'll all make sense at the end. Trust me. <laughs> Welcome to All Things Madison, the podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, laughing unicorns, and farting sloths. <clears throat> Excuse me, announcer lady, but it ain't that kind of show. Are you sure? Um, yes. I'm the producer. That's the thrifty little diva show you're talking about. You know, the other one. Okay then, on that note... Here's your host, Madison Lauren, and her dad. <clears throat> oh, right. Uh, let's see here. And her super smart, <laughs> hilariously funny, best of best dads, Mr. Durante Smith. <laughs> Please enjoy the show. Hey, friends. Welcome back to my show. If you're a new listener, this show is about interviewing people with cool jobs, funny skits, going behind the scenes of some of the most fabulous places book reviews, movies, and more. And then there's the goofball, my dad, who pops in from time to time, too. Each week is something different and something new. And if you'd like to support us, you can simply go to patreon.com forward slash allthingsmadison. We'll be updating the page soon. Oh, and be sure to click the subscribe button, like now. <laughs> now on to the show. Do you know what an urban planner is? Do you know how roads are made? Homes are built? Or how they decide where factories go? Or what about parks and water treatment plants? All of those things are part of an urban planner's job. And that's just the type of thing our guest in today's show specializes in. So without further ado, here's my interview with Ms. Fadar Maui. Mrs. Darmawi, thank you for coming on to my show. I know you're busy, so we'll jump right into the interview. Perfect, Madison. Thank you. First, so in your current position, you are a director for a film festival, which means you must really love movies. So tell us, how did you get started? I started the film festival because I wanted to make sure that everybody was aware of urban planning and that they could influence the way cities and suburbs and regions are shaped so that everyone will get access to housing and transit and jobs and good schools and uh, parks and recreation and really just to use community stories to make sure that people 
understood that they are part of a community and that they can influence and help create better communities for themselves and their families. And how do stories do that? Well, stories are a really good way for people to uh, remember the emotional impact of experiences of living in the city. People really remember their favorite trolley ride or their favorite uh, family outing to the beach. And what we want to do with storytelling is to make sure that those beautiful experiences are cherished and that we understand how the city is formed so that you can have those cherished experiences. For example, right now we're dealing with climate change and what climate change is doing is really um, threatening our beaches here, especially in the Bay Area because of the sea level rise. So what we want to do is make sure that we touch the um, issues of climate change with the personal lived experience of your trip of going to the beach. If we don't deal with climate change in the right way, your trip to the beach could be threatened. So that's that's an example of how we can use storytelling to shed light on these bigger issues. I see. Okay, so what is the name of the festival and where are you guys located? Well, Medicine, the name of the festival is the SF Urban Film Fest. I know that's a mouthful. Uh, SF stands for San Francisco. So we are in the Bay Area uh, on the on the West Coast, obviously. Um, and I live right smack in the middle of the city of San Francisco. We do serve the region. Um, so that includes... Uh, San Jose and Oakland and Berkeley and Marin County. Um, And this year we actually had a virtual film festival. So we were serving uh, the globe, actually. Is your film festival usually well attended? It is. It is. It's not like a big, big film festival, like the international film festivals where like lots of movie stars come. It's more of a forum for discussion and conversation so that people really get to know the intricacies of the urban issues that we're trying to uh, address. Oh, so it's really more about the community. That's right, Madison. Community building is our number one priority. That's so awesome. We'll return in just a moment. In the beginning, everyone was nice. But over time, so slowly that no one could say when it started, the fairies and the ponies got mean. Rumors spread across the land that they were to blame for various things gone wrong, things gone missing. And before you knew it, it was common knowledge that the fairies and ponies were bad. Beatrice knew this better than anyone because, although she couldn't prove it yet, she knew that the fairies and ponies had stolen her egg. And stealing a dragon's egg, in Beatrice's opinion, was going too far. But to confront them, she would need the help of a knight. To find out what happens next, please subscribe to Fairies and Dragons, Ponies and Knights on your favorite podcast player. And now back to the show. Okay, next question. The world for Asian people here in America has become more difficult over the past few years, leading up to the mass shooting here in Atlanta just a few weeks ago. 
That led to hashtag Stop Asian Hate. It's sort of like Black Lives Matter. With this being AAPI Heritage Month, can you help my audience understand why it's important to have the voices of Asian people heard and represented in entertainment, television, animation, and movies? Yes, that's a really, really great question, Madison, and thank you for asking. It's been very, very upsetting and sad for me, uh, especially after the mass shooting. And yes, it's indeed uh, very important to tell stories of Asian people, especially in the media, because we need to be humanized. We need to have deep and complex storytelling forms so that we can tell our very, very complex and deep stories as human beings. Asian people are right now being stereotyped and being used as scapegoats for the virus. Um, We hear uh, folks calling the pandemic and the coronavirus as the China virus. So what that does is it creates uh, stereotypes of Chinese people, Asian people, as the people who brought over the virus and we're scapegoated and our lives are being flattened. So storytelling, especially in using Hollywood and web series, social media, anything, um, animation, really brings to life our complex and full lives. That's really good. Where I live, we have several neighbors who are Asian, and I have some Asian friends at my school. But as we know, not all Asians are the same. The term applies to a very large group of people. My question is, How can we as kids help our parents understand and better appreciate other people outside of our usual circles? Well, you have a very, very big role in actually unifying different Asian groups. So, yes, the word Asian encompasses a lot of different people, people from Korea, from Japan, from China, people from Southeast Asia, including Vietnam, Thailand. I'm from Indonesia. And even in Indonesia, we have different ethnic groups. But when we come to the U.S., we're lumped into this thing called Asian Americans. And I think that the gateway to learning about the different cultures that are encompassed under those that term is food. So if <laughs> you're in Atlanta, I think, and if you drive around Atlanta, there's all kinds of different restaurants of that represent different countries from of Asia. And I think that's a really great way to learn about the histories of all these different countries. Sometimes you go and they have like a placemat that has like a little bit of history about the country. And also you can talk to the people who run the restaurants and learn about their history. Why did they come to the U.S.? There's all these different reasons why folks come to the U.S. Um, And you'll find out through talking to them if they came here for opportunity or they came here because of persecution and violence. Um, and at the bottom of it all is always uh, U.S. geopolitics. <laughs> we probably haven't learned about imperialism, but you'll learn <laughs> that the history of America is the history of Asia and vice versa. And I said earlier that you're central in like unifying many of the Asian people who are here in America because you represent America to us. We need to learn from you what it means to be American. We need to learn about Black history. We need to learn about the civil rights movement. Uh, And you are our way of learning about American history and American struggle. 
That's really interesting. So what you're saying is just really talk to people? Yes, exactly. And um, create a sense of community by uh, connecting what you know about one group of people to another group of people. Gotcha. We'll return in just a moment. Over here! Hey, 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 hey listen up! No, 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 Nuzi! Nuzi Jacuzzi! Hello, I'm Lina Shushanka Prickett, and this is my mama. I sometimes go by the name of Lindy Prickett. And we produce a children's news podcast called Newsy Jacuzzi. It's world news aimed at children between 8 and 12 years old, but we found a lot of adults like it too. We cover art, culture, and entertainment, sports, and the world of wow. Which is... Science! And by science, we mean up in space, down in the sea, animals roaming the earth... With places on their butts. If you're a cow in Botswana, Africa, perhaps, yes, we did that story. And the heroic rat sniffing out explosives in Cambodia. And the explosive fly trap in France. And the blue lobster found at a red lobster restaurant. And tech, gadgets, games, 3D dinosaurs, taste pops, you name it, we cover it. It's a whirlpool of news and information. Come on, take a dip in the newsy jacuzzi. And now back to the show. With my show, I try to expose kids to other careers and other opportunities beyond what they may usually think about as they grow up. What advice do you give kids who want to become filmmakers and storytellers? Oh, wow. This is such a great time to become a filmmaker, storyteller. And the technology is so accessible. Like you already have a podcast at nine years old. So, I mean, that's pretty dope. Uh, So my advice is just do it. Just pick up an app, start a social media account, start taking photos, express yourself um, and see what kind of feedback you get from your audience and then modify it to to make a a bigger impact, grow your audience or create different audiences. Um, Yeah, I mean, Instagram, YouTube, there's all kinds of ways that you can become a filmmaker right now. Yeah, I mean, anyone can do it in any age. Also, try to document your work so that uh, you can build like a portfolio and uh, make it into a college application. How do we tell our stories? We tell our stories from the heart. We tell the stories that really keeps us awake at night and always on the tip of our tongue. Um, stories that you want to tell your friends and your family over and over again. Those are the stories that are obviously really close to your heart and that really need to be expressed. There's no story that's ever too small uh, to be told. So other words, something that's important to us? Exactly, Madison. Good information. And my last question, if you could talk to your nine-year-old self, about what to expect in the future and how to find happiness and what you do in life. What would you say to her? I would tell her that curiosity is going to bring her happiness. Wow, great answer. Mr. Maui, thank you so much for coming on my show. Please stay in touch. I will. Thank you so much for having me, Madison. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 
Mystery Recipe is a kids podcast about cooking from America's Test Kitchen Kids that is jam-packed with trivia, science, and of course, food. New episodes come out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Each week features a different kitchen ingredient. And for each season's grand finale, we'll use all of the ingredients for a recipe cook-along. The recipe is a mystery. Will you be able to guess what it is? Listen to Mystery Recipe today anywhere you get your podcasts. And keep on cooking. Alrighty, and now it's time for the fun stuff. The joke of the day. Are you ready? Yeah, wow. I can't hear you. I said, are you ready? Okay, here we go. This one is your mama jokes. This one should be funny. Your mama's so small, her best friend is an ant. <laughs> an ant. Now that's small. Your mama's so small, she has a slam dunk her bus fare. Wow. You know the turnstiles at the bus station? That's what they're talking about. That's really small. Next. Your mama's so old, she rode dinosaurs in school. <laughs> dinosaurs? Maybe a stegosaurus. <laughs> well, your mama's so old, her memories in black and white. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now that's funny. Okay, now for my guest jokes. This week's first guest joke comes from... Wait a second. Madison Garcia? Well, we'll just call you Madison G. And Madison is from Greenville, South Carolina. Madison says, Madison, I love your show and I love your name. I love your name too, Madison. It's catchy. <laughs> she says, How do you stay warm in any room? Go to the corner. It's always 90 degrees. <laughs> Look at that. Madison snuck in a math joke. Clever. You should have your own show. Call it All Things Madison 2. Get it like 2? T-O-O? <laughs> Thanks, Madison. No, thank you, Madison. No, thank you. <laughs> Moving on. Next, we have Riley from Derry, New Hampshire. Hey, I have listeners in New Hampshire? Hmm, I guess you learn something new every day. Okay, Riley says, What do you call a sleeping bull? A bulldozer. <laughs> Good one, Riley. Okay, friends, if you want your joke to air on my show, just send it to my dad, and if it makes a cut, I'll read it on the show and give you a shout-out, too. Keep them coming. Thanks. And back by popular demand, here's our friend Hokalina with her beautiful rendition. Thanks, Hokalina. Something 
My new friend, Miss Fadar Maui, and the SF Urban Film Festival. We appreciate you lending your time to the show. Thanks for tuning into the show. I never want to take you for granted, so just know it means a lot. Now, people are asking, where can they find my stuff? If you're looking for the coolest tees, hoodies, accessories, and more, you can just go to shopmadisonlauren.com and you will find everything there. Now, do me a favor and take a moment to hit the subscribe button under this episode or video. That way, you'll be notified when each new episode comes out. And if you enjoyed the show, kindly leave us a five-star rating and a short review if you have time. This lets other moms and dads know they too should download it for their munchkins. (laughs) Okay, on that note, I'm out. Thank you for listening to All Things Madison. Kindly take a moment to subscribe, leave a comment, and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.derumte at gmail.com for bookings or more information.